Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Fragile. It must be Italian. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. I didn't know you had elves working here. Hey, welcome back. Tis the season to be jolly. Yeah, we got a little bit more of that. Yes, we do. Oh, but, hi. The cat just attacked you. He did. Good. <laughs> for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> I'm glad for him. I'm, I'm not. He's, he, he swipes? A little bit. He didn't. He only got my jacket. Okay, great. He didn't get me. I'm impervious. It's a cat? Uh, not really. Currently, my cat is probably tearing the shit out of the tree in the tree liner. <laughs> Oh yeah, thanks for getting me sick, by the way. You're welcome. That's going around. I've heard I've heard people are getting ill. <laughs> I knew exactly where to trace it. It's like, huh, why am I stuffy? Hmm. Can't imagine. I feel much better now than I did last week. Oh, great. Hey, uh, didn't even talk about the second one last week. The third and final Doctor Who sixtieth anniversary special aired. I'm not gonna spoil anything. Oh, was it was it acceptable? Uh it was r- really good. What do you thought they were going to zig, they zagged. Oh, okay, cool. And I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. No. And it's a hard one to talk about because it's mostly stuff that you're like, oh, ho, ho. Uh, I will say Neil Patrick Harris was very good uh, popping in as the villain. Like that? He got to do a whole song and dance number to the Spice Girls. Oh, okay. To spice up your life. Oh, well, I, how, do you go, how do you go wrong with that? <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. You, I'm like, hang you on. You can't. What are the two Spice Girls songs? I got it. It's the other one. Oh, okay. Uh, well, there's more than one, because he had, like, the, Wannabe. No, two. Okay, fine, three. Yeah. Spice Up Your Wait, Life, Wannabe. On. No. Two Become One. No, let's just say it's just Wannabe and Spice Up Your Life. I mean, there's more than that, if we're going to be transparent. No, there's not. No. There's just those two. Fair enough. You know what I want? Give me a uh, give me a one-off Red Dwarf special. They're probably all dead. No, they're not all dead. Or very old. Fair. What about the people from Doctor Who? Dead or old. Fair enough. <laughs> if you go back to like when they were both on PBS, yeah. People on this show. Uh, closer to death every day. All right. But yeah, yeah, like all three of them were really good. I thought the middle one was probably the weakest. Um, but yeah, I, re- I really liked it. I thought it, um, it had a surprising end that I was uh, on board for. Oh, okay. Without spoiling, but that's enough of that. Let's just dive into the news. I guess I'll say ahead of time, if you want to jump around, we have time codes listed down below. You didn't need to pantomime. Yeah, well, it just was No, no sure. one could see. I could see. If you hop into that old description box, Ooh. there'll be time codes. News! Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. We have confirmation. Of what? That the most important Ghostbusters character is returning. Slimer? It is Slimer. Yeah! <laughs> Slimer's back, baby. No, no, wait, wait, hold on. Can I answer again? No, because it was Slimer. Oh, well, I was either going to say Walter Peck or Lewis Tully. Peck is back. Yeah, if it wasn't for Peck, none of this would have happened in the first place. No, he's in the movie. I know, but still. He didn't know that. Give me Lewis Tully, though. Probably not. Oh, bummer. <laughs> but yeah, Slimer's back. I turned into a dog, and these guys saved me. Boy, did they really shove Slimer down our throats in the 90s. Ecto-cooler, baby. They're like, he's the most popular one. The show is called The Real Ghostbusters. Well, now it's Slimer in The Real Ghostbusters. And Slimer really didn't do anything in either of the movies other than guzzle down some glizzies. Yeah. (laughs) No. God damn it. Do you like it better (laughs) when I'm sick and I don't engage in the show? I'm going to go get a pair of pliers, and I'm going to break one of your knuckles. Why? Why my knuckles? That's what you deserve after that. I don't deserve that at all. Fine, a kneecap. What do you want? I prefer knuckle over kneecap. (laughs) All right, there we go. (laughs) I prefer neither. Well, you've you've ruined this for me. You've ruined Ghostbusters. 
Just a man eating hot dogs who likes to slime you. Uh, he guzzled some glizzies. I hate going to have an aneurysm. <laughs> that would not be good. Well, at least we know who to blame. It'd be better, you know what? Actually, I came up with a better way to phrase that. Oh, did you? Yes, he guzzled some glizzies into his gullet. A little alliteration there. I think I'm funny. Two knees. That's just a negotiation process. I still say no. Dune 2 had another trailer. It did. Third trailer at this point, I think. Uh, Yes. Sure, why not? (coughs) It looks like they're having a dune of a time. Yeah, I mean, we get the classic silence when he yells at the Benny Jesuit and Paul Atreides, that is. Yeah, almost pronounced that right. What? Close enough. The Benny Jesuit? Yeah. Benna? Close enough. It's going to let you live with that. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, this one's definitely leading to the action side of things, but I do want to know if this adaptation is going to be have the talking baby that wields a knife. I hope it does. Talking baby wielding a knife. That's what I want. We see some albino fighting. Yeah, some, uh, what's his name? Austin Butler. Is that supposed to be... Um, Yoga Hoser's own Austin Butler. Isn't Austin Butler also the guy who played Elvis? Yeah. Okay. I like how you go to Yoga Hosers but and I not will Elvis. always go to Yoga Hosers for Austin Butler. I mean, Austin, Austin Butler put on an Oscar-worthy performance in Elvis, and you're going to go back to Yoga Hosers. You didn't see Yoga Hosers. I'll make you watch it. And I like Kevin Smith stuff. It's true. It's not that one. Yeah, Dune 2. Um, we get to see, what's her name? Single name. Zendaya. Yes. More of her, because she's going to get her role in this one in their, their love story. But I mean, you know, it looks... Like, more what we got, but more action-y, which is fine. I liked the first movie. I saw it once. I got to rewatch it. Yeah. Uh, as your wife uh, said, shit. she goes, when do I have to have it watched by? When do I have to have Dune watched by so I can understand the second one? You said, March. I said, if you start now, you might get it done in time. Yeah. It's a long movie. It's also been, it's on Netflix right now because Warner Brothers is just sourcing out everything. Like, they're selling all their licensing. It's so weird. Like, even, like, all of, like, uh, the Snyderverse movies are going to be on Tubi with commercials. Wow. They're just selling out to everything. What was it I saw? It's embarrassing to look at. That Lost is going from Netflix to, I believe, Max? No. They're going somewhere. Yeah, that that got moved to not Max, because that was... Oh, Disney Plus. It's going to Disney Plus. Yeah. It's going somewhere. I don't even think it was that. I think it was something else. I'm glad you've come in with nothing. Watch this. I'm going to be right. It was Disney Plus. They already owned it. But it's no longer going to be on, let's see. Because that was an ABC show, and ABC is owned by Disney. It's true. Which now owns Hulu. Never mind. Lost is going back to Netflix. It's going from, yeah, it's going to be on Netflix. Mm, okay. See, I screwed that up. I just suck. I told you. Oh, my bad. Sorry I don't have my pulse on the pop culture world like you do, you influencer. <laughs> you felt the need to bring it up. Yeah, it's my bad. Felt the need to be wrong. I tried to be smart today. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, hopefully this is going to be a good movie. It's out in a couple of months. I'm going to have to rewatch it on Netflix, I guess. Like, just like, It's so weird how much like Warner Brothers stuff is getting licensed out. Yeah. Like, why do I stay? I don't know. Why do you stay? I guess last week tonight. Yeah, I guess so. John Oliver, right? Yes. See, I knew something. Uh, what else happened? Oh, we have a new Maxwell Lord. It's been cast in James Gunn's new DC universe. And he's really going outside of the box and he's cast Sean Gunn. Oh, wow. Well. There you go. Which I saw a lot of people online like, oh, nepotism. Uh, and even like Zachary Levi, the guy who uh, stars for Sam, he's like, oh, I just, if you, you just got to be the guy who's running its brother and you can get cast. I don't know. It's like, it's one of the new fun slang words, like Nepo baby and just regular old nepotism. But I don't know. I don't know. There's a point where I'd be like, okay, like if they are like terrible in a role or terrible in a role like business or like acting or whatever, then 
yeah, maybe don't do that. But the reality is, is if you are running a thing, you're probably going to want to work with people that you know you like and you like to work with. Yeah, I think that's important. <laughs> so, I don't know. Well, I can understand people's complaints about, like, nepotism. At the same time, it's like, yeah, but if I was doing stuff, I just want to do it with people I like. Yeah, it's not really, I wouldn't necessarily call it nepotism as much as, like, enjoyment. Yeah, I know what this person does. I like what they do, and I like working with them. Okay. Yeah, so, so why that- am I still on this show? <laughs> Uh, this is an arsenic and old lace style kind of. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good pull by the crepe pull, by the way. Uh, wow, <laughs> nice and slow. Holy shit! Enjoy your tea. I am. I'm <laughs> sipping on it. I'm sure, it tastes just fine. It does taste tea like. But yeah, sure. Um, Shanga's Maxwell Lord. Why not? I want them to do more of like the Justice League International version of Maxwell Lord, which was just like I'm an '80s businessman versus like I'm a villain. Or I'm running, like, secret evil organizations. It's just like, no, I just have too much money. I like that. I appreciate that. I mean, we'll see what happens with the character. Pedro Pascal played him in a very weird movie. Which movie was that? Wonder Woman 84. Oh, I remember that during COVID. Yeah. We I we sat down together and watched it here. Yeah. Appropriately socially distanced. Uh, you've been socially distancing for me for years. <laughs> hey, last week I said, just don't look up Deadpool 3. Uh, yes. Well, Ryan Reynolds has jumped on that train. Because he's aware that they're shooting outside and there are a lot of spoilers. So he's like, you know, don't look up Deadpool 3 leaks, but if you do... And they just, like, gave, like, an array of different photos and, like, just sparking the idea of, like, put out a bunch of fake crap so it kind of buries the spoilers. I think I did see something a little bit about that. So just to have some fun with it, because, yeah, there are a ton of Deadpool 3 spoilers out there. He's like, yeah, just, you know, don't Photoshop anything with, like, Deadpool with Winnie the Pooh. I will say... I will say this. After I left here and I checked last week after I checked my Twitter X, it was like one of the top trending things because the phone listens and it hears what you're saying. Yes, I know. And I was like, ah. And I was like, don't click on it. And I didn't. I thought the weird one for me was a movie that no one's talked about in 20 years that um, I brought up. No, I can't even remember the name of the movie. Mystery Men. Oh, and then great. I went, yes. I went upstairs on the smart TV. It's like, do you want to watch Mystery Men? I'm like, I don't know, TV. Do I? And the answer is yes. I almost did, but I don't want to give in. No. Oh. What you didn't you needed a blue Raja fix? <laughs> I didn't want to give in to the algorithm or the listening. I don't think it was the algorithm. I think it was just a straight up listening. And then the algorithm is algorithm is then swayed from there. But yeah, so you know Ryan Reynolds is aware of it. Don't look up Deadpool leaks, but if you do now, you might find some funny images or my personal favorite kind of images, ones that are really poorly um, photoshopped. Like oh, I, wow. my favorite kind of memes are ones that like they're not like clever or funny. They're the ones that have like forty words on them, so it's just like lost all meaning and like it's completely unfunny. Takes notes to be able to send you meaningless memes later on. <laughs> but don't, don't you love those? <laughs> yes, it's just like this is a novel. You've written a dissertation for something that's supposed to be a meme. Those are my favorite memes. Hey, there's a new Jay and Silent Bob movie in the works. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I've enjoyed the last couple. I mean, yeah, Jay and Bob reboot was pretty good. Clerks 3 was pretty good. Although, definitely feels like things could have ended with Clerks 3 and kind of putting a button on it there. True, it could have. But sure, why not? Do another one. So we had what, Jay and Silent Bob, Strike Back, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Now what is it going to be? I don't know the title. Oh. Jay and Silent Bob, the third one. Yeah, the third one. That'd be actually, <laughs> there you go, that'd be a fantastic title for it. That's what I got for you. There's no official title yet. Kevin Smith is, uh, that is what he is currently writing. Oh, excellent. And he owns the characters, so I guess he can kind of do whatever with them. Exactly. He 100% can. New uh, Marvel show coming out, and the details kind of begin and end with the title. Uh, new Marvel TV show coming to Disney Plus, going oh, yeah? to be uh, titled Eyes of Wakanda. End of information. I see what you did there. <laughs> it's, it's literally it. That's it. There's the title. And then it's going to be a show. So, okay. 
I mean, yeah. it, it's um, one of the more vibrant worlds that they've created within this Marvel Cinematic Universe that isn't just like a weird gray city. That's a good point. It's full of new age technology and hope. Which is, Yeah. So at least, I mean, hopefully there'll be an interesting like visual style there. But yeah, there's no real information on it. So including like, who's it going to focus on? Like literally anything. I could just tell you there's a Wakanda show coming. I like it. Yeah. So that I just go, okay, hope it's good. Eyes on Wakanda. <laughs> It's like the Wakanda morning show, like you turn into the Wakanda morning news. Good morning, and welcome to Eyes on Wakanda. I thought that oh, was clever. Here's an interesting one. Uh, Star Trek Voyager's own Garrett Wong, who played Harry Kim on that show. Ensign Harry Kim. Oh, yes. I remember Harry uh, Kim. He revealed that uh, Indiana Jones-owned Kehi Kwan had auditioned for that role. Oh, did he? Really? Yeah. This is, that'd be an interesting, different, like, those two guys would have, like, totally different energies to bring to that. Yeah, 100% different energies. I almost kind of wish Kei Kwan was cast, because, like, that would just be a lot more... No time like, for like... love, Tuvok! <laughs> Tuvix. Never Tuvix. Uh, Captain Janeway! <laughs> Please stop doing the accent. I mean, that's what short round sounded like. Just saying. <laughs> Either. Let's let's play it uh, safe. Okay, you're right. <laughs> Not do that. I, yeah, I think he could have been fun of that role, though. He would just brought energy in. He was, again, he was awesome as Obi in Loki Season 3. It's been nice yeah. to have kind of like a resurgence. Yeah, short I, I'm sure he's enjoyed it, too. I, I know I mean, that dude is just positive energy, so yeah. All right, that's the news of the week. All right. So we're going to move on from there to weird comics facts. Here are some weird comic facts. Prepare accordingly. I'm going to make some weird shit. It's pretty freaky, but it's safe. This week, as we are talking a new Batman Christmas movie, mm. Merry Little Batman. Yes, we are. You did watch it, right? I did watch it. Excellent. I have some thoughts on it. Good. I didn't actually double check this. Nope. I watched it, and I have an analogy as what the movie really is to me. What Christmas really means to you? Uh, no. Well, I thought in this case, hey, this movie mostly focuses on Damian Wayne. So I thought I'd give you some Damian Wayne background information. Oh, excellent. Uh, originally, there was a book in 1987 called Son of the Demon. This was uh, generally considered an Elseworlds story, but much like The Killing Joke, which was also Elseworlds, mm -hmm. um, got pulled into canon because uh, a major plot point of Son of the Demon is Batman has a child. Yes, he does. Were you raising your hand? I was like, yes, he does. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, I have a question, please. <laughs> it's kind of what it looks like. Hello, over here. Yes. Call on me, sir. Mm. Now, uh, to be fully up front, I have never read Son of the Demon. I don't have an opinion on it. It's on the list. It's one of those It's one of those biggies that I just haven't got to. All right. I haven't read everything. I know you haven't. You've read a lot. You've tried. <laughs> Dang nabbit. Oh, well. Nobody's perfect. Uh, but the child was unnamed there. There was a bunch of other Elseworlds books that would uh, continue this kind of mystery birth. Then Grant M Morris had brought him in on his run, where he was just, DC was like, hey, Grant Morris, we want you to take over Batman. You've been doing Justice League, and it's weird and trippy and all over the place, and we want you to do something big and crazy with Batman. He's like, cool, except he did it very um Scottish. Not going to do the accent. No, no, please don't. <laughs> He's like, I, for my crazy, wild Batman idea, I'm going to give him a kid, and DC was like... That is crazy and yeah. wild. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah. you wild, you creature. Whew. Really came out of left field, that. Uh, but yeah, so he introduced Damian Wayne in 2006 uh, in the... Title story, Son of Batman. Talia uh, kept the birth a secret in the book the kid has given up for adoption, then unadopted. And they're like, hey, oh. by the way, uh, he was created in, like a perfect womb and genetically altered. Like, huh, you guys did a lot in there, didn't you? Yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, Damien is raised by Talia al Ghul in the League of Assassins. 
and he comes to prove himself to his father to try and kill uh, Tim Drake and uh, replace him as Robin because he is just a little murderer. He's like 10 years old and will just like cut off your head and throw a grenade in the head's mouth. Wow, that seems like it's excessive because the person's already going to be dead after you cut their head off. Yeah, no, he's, he's very stabby in the early days. Okay. He's like, look, father, I'm a murderer. And Batman's like, stop that. He's like, no, but I love to murder. I mean, as one has want to do in their younger ages, I suppose. And then he was killed and resurrected on Apocalypse. That's the whole thing. All right, that's Damien. All right, cool. Good for him. <laughs> in Batman 666, we see into the future where Damien is Batman. I'm looking ahead into the future with my hand binoculars. Yeah, good times. All right, uh, that is that. So from cutting off heads to cutting off quarterbacks, it's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. Oh, funny you mentioned that because there was a Patriots quarterback who's no longer with the team after today. Malik Cunningham was picked up off the practice squad by the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, So the Patriots uh, never really used him. Uh, They would elevate him off practice squad a couple of times. But uh, in NFL rules, if you're on the practice squad, you're fair game. Uh, The Ravens collected him up. So he goes from the Patriots, who are officially eliminated from the playoffs, to the Ravens, who are going to the playoffs in all likelihood. Uh, They picked him up as a... You know, off the uh, practice team, so we'll see what kind of role he fits there in Baltimore. Meanwhile, the Patriots, a win, a win. I know, I was shocked. They tried really hard to lose that game. But they win it by three or something? Yeah, uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah, 21-17, uh, so four-point win, I believe, yeah. So four-point win over the Pittsburgh Steelers, who have lost back-to-back weeks to a two-win team, uh, and things are spiraling downward for the uh, Steelers, who are kind of, I think, being exposed for what they are. They had... Uh, winning record, but in each of their wins, they were outgained by the opposing team. I think that says a lot about who they were and who they are. Bailey Zappi, three touchdowns in the first half, threw a pick in the second half, and kind of went on a milk carton. They got very conservative with him in the second half, so they are still locked in at the number two pick right now. If everything were to end, they would have the second pick overall. Number one pick belongs to the Carolina Panthers, but it really belongs to the Chicago Bears through a trade. So the Bears still looking to have that number one seed, or at least rather the number one pick in the draft. Patriots locked in right now so far at number two. They take on the Kansas City Taylor Swifts this weekend uh, at Gillette Stadium. Again, it was supposed to be played on Monday night, but was flexed out. The first ever Monday night game flexed. Of course, it's the first year that they've been able to flex Monday night game. So, I mean, I was going to say, why did that happen? Was it because of the Patriots winning record? Uh, certainly had nothing to do with that. But now... I'm betting the NFL wishes they hadn't because there's a couple of interesting and compelling storylines. The Patriots have three wins now, and the Chiefs are coming off of another tough loss recently as they fell to the um, Buffalo Bills uh, in an interesting game that was not without a little bit of controversy. A lateral play that went for a touchdown that would have given them the lead was called back after an offensive offsides call that led to a lot of uh, gnashing of teeth and wailing from Kansas City. So interesting storylines including that there might be a Taylor Swift sighting uh, in attendance at Gillette Stadium on Sunday. I've seen her there before. That's true, but this time she will not be, I mean, I guess she will be the main act, but still. <laughs> yeah, a liar. Uh, so that's all going on. Gillette Stadium also played host to the Army-Navy game, a game in which Army beat Navy. I think it was a, it was a weird score. It was like 14 to 11 or something like that. Very strange score. 
So you have uh, those couple of things going on there. Shohei Otani, the big coveted free agent in Major League Baseball, has signed. For a lot. Yeah, 10 years, $700 million with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Wild. Yes. Although his contract has been deferred his first five years of the contract, I think he's only making $2 million to help keep them from having any major um, luxury tax or uh, luxury tax hits and free up other money for them. So he's deferred the majority of his $700 million contract, $700 million contract to the back end. He also makes about $50 million a year in endorsements, so he's not exactly hurting for money. So we have a very team-friendly deal. It'll be interesting to see how there's anything that comes up because of it because it does really defer a lot of uh, luxury tax problems. The whole $700 million is guaranteed, however, so there you go. I'm such a big baseball fan. I definitely heard of him before this week. Yes, but it's the largest contract in pro sports history. <laughs> I know. So I'm go. aware of him now. Uh, also, in-season tournament is uh, in the books. The Los Angeles Lakers, the first ever in-season champions. We do not just send like, them congratulations. Just like the NBA wanted it. They beat the uh, Indianapolis Pacers. That's why I call them the Indianapolis Pacers, <laughs> not the Indiana Pacers. The team that, if you may remember, beat the Celtics. I guess accurate. Yeah, I mean, they are from Indianapolis. So there you go. So another uh, another feather in the cap of LeBron James's Hall of Fame career. It adds more fuel to the fire. People are like, oh, well, Michael Jordan never won an in-season tournament. LeBron did. No one ever said that. Uh, they are now. And if they haven't, I'm starting that rumor. But what's, uh, I think, very funny is the league is making them put up a banner saying that they want it, like forcing it, like, no, this is not optional. Yeah, no, you're going <laughs> to. We yes. are making you put a banner up. Yes, I like it. Which I just thought was a very funny thing. 100%. I'm sure they'll probably get rings, and they all get $500,000, so. Yeah. I don't think they get rings. Well, maybe they do. You just get trophies. You got to keep the rings special. Mm, probably. Makes better sense that way. Smarter, safer, better. All right. Is that sports? Uh, I believe that's sports. Is it not? No real Celtics updates? I mean, I can tell you the, the weird oddity. I mean, John Moran's almost back. The weird oddity for me in the league is what's happening with Golden State. Um, and also, are the Magic good? I refuse to believe that. But they're like either in second or tied for second right now. I can't remember. But I just... The Magic haven't been good since, like, the early 90s, and I refuse to accept them as being a good team. Mm, fair. The Bulls did this last year, like, where they were just weirdly on top of the league for, like, 25% of the year, and then um, they remembered they're the Bulls and mm. were terrible after that. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for. Oh, much like, your, much like your Philadelphia Eagles, who've lost a couple in a row now. My Eagles. Saw, saw a great meme. It was, cry, Eagles, cry, instead of fly, Eagles, fly. And that brought me great joy. I thought you might get joy of me losing money on a bet last night. I didn't know you lost a bet last night, but now I have even better joy because I won a bet today. Uh, no, I lost my uh, Packers-Giants bet. Yeah, they've won three in a row now. The yeah. Tommy DeVito. And his weird agent. His weird agent <laughs> who looks like, saw a great meme today as well. He looks like the secret agent from the Pink Panther cartoons. Apparently he's from Massachusetts. Yes. And I was just like, yeah, that makes sense. He knows a guy. Forget about it. <laughs> All right, is that sports? That's sports. Woo! Tommy Cutlets, baby. All right, uh, as it is the holiday season, we are talking another holiday classic. My holiday classic, it came out this week. We are talking um, that thing you would expect to find on Max, but it's not because they're licensing everything out. This is instead on Prime. We are talking Merry Little Batman. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. It's time for an Editor's Note podcast review. Which, in my defense, when I went to look for it, I misread your text. I skipped a line of text that said it's on Prime, and I went on HBO Max. I'm like, where the hell is this thing? 
And then I look back on the text and said, it's on Prime, you shithead. I think I said that. No, but that was, I had it, I heard you in the back of my head as I reread it. It's on Prime, you dumbass. <laughs> I wrote it down. It's I true. specifically told you. I know. Yeah, Merry Little Batman. Take it away. What's up with this movie? You like the movie Home Alone? It's fine. That's because this is this is like Home Alone. This is Batman Home Alone. <laughs> Except it has the Justice League versus an airport. That also, well, I mean, you had the Kevin's family. What was, what was their family's name again from the Home Alone movies? McAllister. Yeah, you had to see you had the McAllisters against the airport. So again, very similar uh, plane troubles for Batman. And Damian Wayne left Home Alone. He wants to be Batman. He's got a paper bag over his head. He's been... Training again. He's a little stabby. I noticed that after I rewatch. Well, not after I having watched it and then heard you talk about him having a history yeah, of being stabby. This is Damien is usually a big grump and just like pouting everywhere and mm-hmm. not using contractions. This Damien, this, this Damien's more of a kid. He's an actual child. Well, I think part of it too is the animation style. Very much, I called it like Ren and Stimpy animation. Very kid oriented animation for like a Batman. Like Bruce has got a goatee. Uh, Alfred is played by James Cromwell from yeah. Babe. Uh, he was also Zephram Cochran, for those of you who really care. He was in Star Trek like three times. He was. Uh, no, I think only twice. Maybe three times. I think I'm almost positive it's three. Oh. He was great in Babe, though. That'll do, Pig. But pretty much this is... <laughs> Speaking of Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, there we go. Well, no, he only did Babe. No, he did Babe 2. He didn't do the original Babe, I, th- I think. I'm actually... So I'm going to... That's right. The Mad Max guy did Babe 2, Pig in the City. Woo! And Happy Feet. All right. This is kind of an amalgam of a couple of different movies to me. This was a kind of like Home Alone. It was also like 101 Dalmatians. We had the, the, the two henchmen trying to break into the house. Very 101 Dalmatians-like. Yeah, I think those were kind of like the two. And then also I would say uh, it'd be Spider-Man Homecoming with the AI suit that Damien is able to get out of the Batcave. That is kind of like a – it's a callback to it. It kind of is his guide – Almost like like Jor-El and the Fortress of Solitude. So there's a little bit of all of that tied into this. As Damien is, just wants to be the next Batman. He wants to be able to fight crime. And Bruce is like, no, no, you're not ready yet. He also, you know, in a message to his son, your mom was a smoke show. So everyone knows that Talia al Ghul smoke show. Well, he also has that Talia tattoo on his chest. That was also. I love the line about, he's talking about his brooding. What was I watched this once. Oh. He he was brooding. Oh no, he was having like he was having like a I don't want to call it a night dream, like a night dream, a daydream about like the house burning and Alfred getting like consumed by the fire. And then he's like, "What have I talked? To? What did your therapist say about your brooding?" Uh, it's fun uh, overall. Yeah, I mean, well, the quick gist of the story. Well, it, I mean, it's fresh out. So I didn't want to like give like full spoilers about. You could say most like, of the rogues gallery shows up. You've got well, Dam- Mr. Mr. Freeze in a fancy Hawaiian shirt, the penguin, Damien, Joker shows up. I swear to God, I'm going to start with the plot synopsis. All right, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Damien wants to be Batman. Uh, he wants to be proven that he could be an adult, so Batman gives him his own utility belt. Mm. He's very excited about this. Uh, Batman gets called away by the Justice League, and Damien decides it's time for him to prove that he is an adult, except that he immediately loses the utility belt. Yeah. Which, again, Spider-Man callback kind of when uh, Peter Parker loses Edith. To Mysterio. And it's a very, the, the animation style is very kid-friendly, um, very exaggerated kind of features. I don't like how they, they did Alfred dirty with his nose in this. Yeah, Alfred looks like a scrotum. Yeah, Alfred. <laughs> I don't know what else to call him. Alfred man. looks like a ball bag. <laughs> that, 
He's an empty Crown Royal set. That's I, I, what he looks like. I think it's kind of funny that, like, the, you know, Batman has, like, this overly large chin, and, like, Damien has, like, these very expressive eyes, and then there's mm. Alfred just being a scrotum. Yes. <laughs> it's all he is, man. It's hard to get past that. Yeah, a hairy scrotum, like, with, like, sporadic hair, too. You just look at him, you're Little like... sprigs of hair. <laughs> this is a... You were visually unpleasant to look at. Yeah, it c- clearly was. No, I, I thought it was cute. It was fun. It's very serviceable. You've got... Kind of the whole sequence where they break into the into Wayne Manor, and that's where I kind of like this is very home alone where he's like fighting off the bad guys inside of Wayne Manor. I thought the male burglar, I thought he looked like something that was out of like Nightmare Before Christmas, like that kind of exaggerated mouth, like yes, those very specific, like triangular mm. pointy teeth. Agreed. But I mean, the, the basic gist of it is you know, it kind of becomes a punch, a father son punch up late in the movie in which they fight off the rogues gallery because Batman's able to get back. We get the iconic piece of animation where he rises up with the white eyes and the black outline of his cowl but also batman being very much a dad in this this is kind of an interesting he's not it it was weird to me in this that he created this um a child safety lock by just putting everyone in jail all at once when damien was born he's like no you don't everyone's in jail now yeah it was like no crime in gotham at all i don't want my child to grow up the way i did so i'm just gonna take care of all the crime before he um his hot mom can give birth yeah Pretty much is exactly what it is, because there's like zero. Like Gotham is a utopia because of this birth. Yeah. So yeah, it takes some fun twists, and I like uh, some of the villain um, like designs that they kind of get to play a little bit around with them, especially with like a seasonal look. Mm, yes. Uh, I liked Mister Freeze in his Hawaiian shirt. I thought that was a kind of a funny take on that. Penguin was okay. We get a large contingent of the Rogues Gallery. Yeah. Yeah. There's quite a few of them in there. You want to see? This young, emotional little Damien fight a bunch of the rogues gallery. Bane takes a shot to the nuts. <laughs> as one does. Yes, as one does. I'm hoping it's not me tonight. <laughs> it's like, in th- that world, you just got on taking a shot to the Alfreds. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you get a bing. <laughs> because he looks like a ball sack. Yeah, unfortunate choices were made about him, but there we are. Here we are. There it is. So, yeah, I think... Uh, without giving, you know, without throwing out the baby in the bathwater and giving out everything that happens, it's kind of a little coming of age tale, uh, in which Damian Wayne has to kind of, you know, he has to step up in the movie because Batman isn't around. He thinks his dad might be dead, and then the A is like, or he just broke into the Batcave, in which case you're in big trouble. And he's like, oh no, I'm in trouble. I do love that. Yeah, he gets to talk to a hologram of his dad. He's like, Damian, if you're watching this, I'm dead. Or you broke into the Batcave. <laughs> I know. He figured me out. Yes. I like how he fast forwards through a lot of parts of the uh, the speech his dad gives him. Yeah, I don't think this is required viewing, certainly for older fans, but definitely if you have a you know a kid that's like probably in that like ten and under range, that probably be right around where you want to be looking. Yeah, I think it's it's an extremely serviceable. You can have enough fun with it too as an adult. It's not yeah. like stri- it's there's a, there nothing are some Batman things. will be made strictly for kids ever again. But no, but there are some things in there that are you know. And as I think any good kids movie, there are an, there's enough little adult service in there to kind of um, kind of help make it. I don't I don't say make it watchable because I think it is watchable, but you know the occasional adult joke that'll go over a kid's heads, and you're like, ah, oh, that's for me. Yeah, it it works totally. Is it like yearly? christmas viewing probably not but if you have kids yeah probably yeah if you have a snow day between now and christmas or throughout the christmas season it's definitely a pop on it's uh if we were to use our yuletide rating scale of naughty nice or uh if you're on the naughty list or the nice list i'm gonna put it on the nice list it's fine it's totally serviceable naughty list or nice list i, I refuse to 
play your games. Naughty or nice. Ho, ho, ho. That sounds like it's nice to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not going to you know rock and roll, but it's totally fine. It's good. And it's funny. There are good little bits in there. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. And it doesn't drag either. No, it's, but... If if you don't have kids and like you're not like you know die in the wool with us, probably skip it. But if you got yeah. a kid, go watch it. Yeah, there you go. All right, we're gonna move on from there to letters to the editors. I like it. Now for my favorite part of the show. What did I say? Talk to the audience. Oh God, this is always death. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. If you want to ask us your own questions, you can send those into editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. We'll answer whatever, including this one. This listener question. Mm, I wonder who. It was me. Yeah. This one's me. <laughs> I, th- I thought of a thing. I'm like, oh, that's a good one. And then I just went, screw it. We're just going to we'll call it what it is. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> it's a question. It's a letter from the editor. <laughs> yeah. Back to me. Yes. Love when that guy asks questions. Um, it's a pretty basic premise, but I thought it was a fun idea. What theme song from pop culture would you give to super... Or what? Fuck me. No. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> What song from pop culture could act as the theme song for a superhero? I like it. For example, the first one that I thought of, and this is the example I sent you, is mm. like, Ghost Rider would get Kickstart My Heart. Yes. It's the most like badass motorcycle song I can think of. I have a couple of choices that I'm like, I'm more leaning into the title than I am. All right. <laughs> the content. Oh, what do you I, got? Am I just going first? Uh, we can go alternate. I've got Thor, Thunderstruck. I don't like that I have that exact same one written down. Well, it's true. Thor, Thunderstruck. We're taking it away from Iron Man. Yes. Well, now I have one less. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, no. In, in all fairness, Iron Man had Iron Man. They did that in the movie already. Yes. They also had um, Shoot the Thrill. That was the ACDC song you're thinking of. All right. What do you got? They did an entire album. Yeah. Yeah. They also did an entire album for the movie Maximum Overdrive. So there you go. Uh, for Daredevil, he's going to get a Devo classic. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Uh, Daredevil is going to get She Blinded Me With Science. See, I have, I have Daredevil. <laughs> Are you ready for this one? You're going to like this one. Uh, I have two, actually, for Daredevil. Okay. My first indication was Regulate. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Yeah, it's kind of like... But then I settled on this one. Lawyers, guns, and money. <laughs> sure. You got a problem with Warren Zevon? I know who it is. Yeah. I, got, I got that on CD somewhere on the other side of the basement. Oh, but not on vinyl. No, I don't oh. have it on vinyl. I thought that was a good one. Daredevil, Lawyers, Guns, and Money. It, it works. Well, I'm sticking with weird parody-esque songs for Spider-Man. Oh, uh, yeah? He's not getting a classic, but he's he's getting something good. Yeah. I'm giving him Weird Al's White and Nerdy. Oh, that works. <laughs> that that is, really works. <laughs> Spider-Man. I've got one for Heimdall. Okay. Uh, you know the song by Rockwell, Somebody's Watching Me? Sure. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Why not? Yeah. Why do I feel like somebody's yes, watching me? How did they get Michael Jackson on there? It's like, they were like, Michael Jackson's cousin was producing it or something? I, yeah, I don't know. It's But it's a great hook. I'll also go Hulk. He has two. It's Not Easy Being Green. <laughs> By Kermit. Okay. Or Monster by Eminem. Yeah, I'm friends with a monster. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. You don't have to keep singing the song. I wasn't singing. I, I was just speaking. I'm it. sorry. You were rapping it Okay. At me. There you go. Oh, speaking <laughs> of rap, I have a, I have a rap song. Okay. Uh, for Scrooge McDuck, Cream by the Wu-Tang Clan. Okay. Not Cash rules everything around me. Yeah, but you said superhero. You went Scrooge McDuck. Well, it, it just popped in my head, and I was like, I'm going to do it. So there. <laughs> okay, great. There might also be a couple of um, villains on my list. Well, uh, I'm going to go with kind of an obscure character that you you might not know. Okay. His name is Adam X the Extreme. Oh, boy. He was a cool 90s dude. All right. He was a mutant, like to wear a backwards baseball cap. You know, one that went out of style. It's backwards baseball. That is never out of style. Mm. Uh, but for 
or extreme 90s teen adam x the extreme you know he's extreme because his name is adam x the extreme mm, yes is uh, it extreme like x t-r-e-m oh you bet your ass is there, it is. A, is there a hyphen between the x and the treme i believe so oh wow he's real hardcore yeah uh, he is going to get Smells Like Teen Spirit, oh, the, okay. the most 90s of teenage rock anthems. All right. Uh, here's one for you. Moon Knight, Paranoid by Ozzy. Oh, shoot. I thought I thought of Moon Knight one that I didn't write it down. Uh, what's that Harvey Danger song? Oh, Five Pole Sitter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> paranoia, paranoia. Yeah. Everybody's coming again. Uh, I, I also wrote that one down. You, you give another one here. I've got one. Well, sure. I'm down to my last one. Two, I got three left. <laughs> Fine. I will. There's one superhero out there. Who has a unique power. Okay. But every time he does it, he's like, I got to pop the shirt off. Oh, no. And I'm talking about our man, Iceman. Oh, God. He can turn like every molecule and atom into his body into ice. Are oh. you doing the Foreigner song? <laughs> Are you doing Cold as Ice? No. Oh. I'm not doing that. Okay. But Bobby, Bobby's got to pop his shirt off whenever he does this in almost all of his costumes. Well, so, you, you don't want to get frozen clothing. So we're going to go with some right said Fred. Oh, no. <laughs> we're doing I'm Too Sexy. Okay. And that's what we, Iceman gets when he's just making those ice slides, we, making we his are. own little catwalks. All right. I didn't even think about that part, but that was good. Well, that's a great segue into my Catwoman song, Whip It by Devo. <laughs> Second Devo song. Yeah, a lot of Devo, more Devo tonight <laughs> than there ever should be in any one program. Uh, I also have, uh, I have two more. Are We Not Men? Mephisto, D-E-V-O. Sympathy for the Devil. You're just going with the title there. Yeah, but but that's, you were also doing the same. And then finally, I just did that when she blinded me with science. Doesn't matter. It still still counts. And then finally, Nick Fury gets the song "Secret Agent Man." <laughs> sure. There you go. I came prepared this time because you told me the question. It was much easier to answer the question, the letter to the editor, when I had advanced knowledge. <laughs> because I thought of it like on a Saturday. I was like, "Shit, I don't want to forget about this." Yeah, that was actually that was really good. Thank you. That was an enjoyable one. It's good when I write the questions, but hey, if you want to ask us your own question. <laughs> yes. Uh, editorsnocomics at gmail.com. Right, yeah. is, is that it? Um, yeah. I don't know how. Wow, this is a short one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. There we go. I'd, I'd rather keep it tight and good than long and rambling if it doesn't work. Sounds a lot like your sex life back in the day for you. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. No, it doesn't. But there we go. If you enjoyed the show, go to patreon.com slash editorsnotecomics. A dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it. Plus, you get access to things behind the paywall, like the Buffy back issue bin and Pod to the Dark Tower and some other stuff that's back there that's really, really cool. So go check that out, patreon.com slash editorsnotecomics. Interact with the show, rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform, and email us, editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. And you can also find Zach on the social medias. Just look up Editor's Note Comics. Yeah, and you're there. Um, you, you didn't even live tweet this game. No, I didn't live tweet this game because I was I was actually at the uh, I was at a work conference. We went up a night early, and uh, I was at the casino. Okay, great. No, it was not great. <laughs> it was far from great. <laughs> the dealer, his name was his name was uh, Ethan, and he can burn in hell. <laughs> Sounds like you had a winning time. I did not. I won some hands. Ooh, some hands. Yes. And uh, the overall profits, losses? Oh, it was very much losses. Oh, okay. Yes. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a ramen week at the house. <laughs> well, thank God you won that Premier League bet. Yeah, because, you know, it was my last $5 I had to start building back up. <laughs> it wasn't really my last $5, but it's, you know, we're trending in the positive direction okay, this week. Good. I'm up this week. Next week uh, will be, I think, our last show of the year. Am I making that up? Uh, no, because last next week is the last week before Christmas, and we usually take Christmas week off. Yeah. 
So next week's not the Eddies, is it? It is. Oh shit! That was the plan. All right. Uh, next week we'll be doing our best and worst of the year in assorted questions that I always just kind of make up. Well, I can't wait for I can't wait for you to send them to me on Sunday night. Nice <laughs> yeah. and ready then. But yeah, uh, next week will be the last show of the year. We will take the week off after that and then be back in the new year. But yeah, next week, our annual, we can't just say the Eddies if new people are listening, our Uh, annual award tradition. The end of year awards. Yes. uh, One of us put a lot of thought into that title. It was probably just you saying something off the top of your head. We we call them the Eddies. Yes, we do call them the Eddies. We also had the Edheads for a while. Those are just, those are our fans, fans, baby. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Next week, the Eddies. The 2023 Eddie is the most prestigious awards in all of the land. That's Uh, basically on your hope chest in your basement. (laughs) We'll be back next week. Bye-bye.